0: Hello everyone and welcome to Next Generation Saints, I'm your host Nick Hudes. So I want to talk today about a interaction I had on uh, so, you know, social media with a guy who was having an LGBT and transgender um, pride event over in Bishop, California. A guy's name was James uh, Nichols. Uh, the reason I use his name is because I'm not afraid to use people's names on here to call certain people out. So, and this will lead into a... Uh, <clears throat> another time that I had something of this take place in the job and um, to further illustrate my point. So I was asked, uh, so James Nichols had posted on about Bishop having a gay and transgender pride event. He said, um, and it was very much about um, the virtue signaling, but he did put into there, if you want to have an honest conversation, ask some honest questions about this event Go ahead and direct message me, and I'll get back to you. So I was like, okay, that's that's fine. I think we could have that conversation. So I reached out to him on April 11th, and I asked, you asked to be contacted directly about a gay and transgender pride event. So I thought I'd reach out. I said, here's my question. I should have said, here's my questions. Why should the community celebrate sexual attraction between two people of the same sex? Also, why celebrate who um people who are confused about what gender they are? Why hold these as a badge of honor? And I. Put on April 11th. Excuse me. So I waited and waited and waited, and I hadn't heard anything. I was working. And this last Monday, I reached out again. I said, look, I'm not trying to be rude, but you did say on Facebook, Pussy, you wouldn't mind having a conversation about this topic. You brought, do you still want to have this, have that? Or are you really just making a bold judgment statement with no intention of actual talking to anyone? And his response was, I'm going to have to change a couple words here for, for sake of this podcast for family friendly. He says, Oh, shut the bleep up. Not in the mood for this poop right now, you Jesus freak. And he didn't let me respond. He just blocked me immediately on Facebook. He wouldn't engage in any further. He just acted like a child. So here I am. Here's a person who's claiming that they want to have an open and honest conversation about transgenderism and about the LGBT community. And here's another person, me, who's actually asking to have that conversation. Opening the door and saying, "Okay, you want to have the you claim you want to have this conversation, so let's have this conversation. Here's my questions: Like, why? Why should we do this? And they are honest. I wasn't trying to, I wasn't trying to trigger him. I wasn't trying to be like a jerk or that way. I honestly, I, I honestly had these questions because I don't understand why some people are like this. Why they think, why should we? You know that they are very much into it. I, I. I do the same thing with other religions and philosophies. I go, why, explain to me why you think the way you're thinking. Like, how did you get, I do it with Mormons, I do it with Jehovah's Witnesses, I do it with Muslims. Explain to me your thought process so I can understand it. But then you have people like that who literally, and mind you, notice this, on direct message, I never said anything about Jesus. I never said anything about my faith. He attacked me and said, if you're a Jesus freak, and by the way, I take that as a compliment. I never take that as an insult. I am a Jesus freak there's no way around it i am a jesus freak through and through but i wanted to show that the people on the political left and even leftist christians shut pretend that they want to have an honest conversation about lgbt and transgender communities that are here in america they are pretending they want to have this conversation because someone like me <clears throat> wants to talk we get her done i remember excuse me <clears throat> I remember back when I worked at PSAV in Scottsdale. And I remember working over the Carolyn and asking and one of the leads over there were talking about it. And I I mean I I'm supportive of Donald Trump. I am. But I decided one night because we were talking about politics, he was brought up into the conversation along with Bernie Sanders, because it was a running race or whatnot. And I could tell this lead was a very strong believer in Bernie Sanders. And when you work in the areas of entertainment tech, tech um, you run into where people are very pro-Democrat. <clears throat> They're all like Democrats, liberals. It's very much that industry. From Disney Entertainment to PSAV, they may not take a formal stance on anything, but the employees, by far, are liberals. It's very much dominated by a liberal mindset. So you don't can't really engage in a conversation. I remember we were talking about Donald Trump being a total racist. And so I challenged my lead at the time where Donald Trump had been a racist prick. Because that's what he called him. He's a racist prick. I hate this man, blah, 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 blah. And I said, okay, fair enough. Where did Donald Trump say? Because he said, he said, well, Donald Trump hates Mexicans. He hates um, blacks. He hates all these different people. I'm pretty sure all of them, you've heard this before. So I asked him. I said, okay, th- can you please defend this? like, where did Donald Trump say, I hate insert whatever in your mind needs to be inserted? This guy got in such a frenzy. Now, I didn't say I supported Donald Trump, but I had said, hey, look, here's what really happened. is what he said. Since I was not criticizing the president of the United States at the time, he calls out and says, you are an effing Trump supporter, a bleeping Trump supporter. You you bleeping bleep. And he started insulting and attacking. And I said, look, I'm just asking you to defend the antithesis of what you're saying. And he says, no, F you. That's what you're doing. You're an effing Trump supporter. I'm going to ensure, and he threatens my job because I'm going to ensure you're fired tomorrow. Because you support a man I hate. Right then and there. This political left, these leftist Christians who claim to be tolerant, open-minded, understanding and blame the right, the political right and conservatives and Bible thumpers and Jesus freaks like myself of being close-minded. What reminds me of Elon Musk is when um, he was on Twitter and, he, and Elizabeth Warren was attacking him for being rich as she's a Marxist. Of course she would. And Elon says, you need to stop rejecting um, Senator Warren. You need to stop rejecting on me. And I realized much of these political left people, the people who I want to reach out to, who claim they want to have an honest and open conversation about transgenderism, LGBT community stuff, realistically, they don't want to hear any of it. They don't hear anything against this movement. They don't. They want to hear that you agree with them or they shut you down or they'll fire you or threaten to terminate you. They're, in fact, projecting. They're calling you all these horrible things. They call me, like this guy, James Nichols. He calls me all these things. He attacks. Realistically, that's you, buddy. You are the closed minded arrogant, bigoted, jerkwad. That's what you are. You don't like to see it. You're probably going to slander and attack some more. But the realization is an epiphany must occur. Realizing you are the thing that you claim to hate. You guys are the things that you guys claim to hate the most. Now, I'm not saying this because I'm saying you're a horrible person and you need to burn in hell. That's not my call. What I'm saying is, is yes, you are these bad people. But if you can recognize what you're doing, you can turn away from it. In fact, it's what the Bible teaches us to do. Jesus and and Yahweh, who is God, teaches us that we are all dirty, rotten, horrible sinners. We're all sinners. All fall short of the glory of God. No one stands righteous, though not one, the book of Romans. We are called to recognize how bad we are as sinners. We are told to have that epiphany or have an introspection to realize this. To turn away from our wicked ways and put our faith and trust in Jesus. Jesus teaches us how to be tolerant, loving, kind, and to be truthful. Do we all succeed? Not at all. I know that you guys don't think I'm any of these things immediately. I hope you don't think so. My wife can tell you loads of stories. She has a laundry list of things. What I'm pointing out ultimately is, if we are going to discuss things such as political issues, theological issues, social issues, don't take one particular side and say, "I," and then and hold to that perspective, and then say, uh, with one with one voice, say, "You're willing to," you know, I should say, with one hand, say, "I'm willing to have." An, why doesn't anyone want to have an open conversation? But then, with the other hand, go anyone who does have an opposing view, who open, who goes to that open door that you've opened, by the way, you attack them because now it's no longer about. No one wants to have an honest conversation. It's you don't want to. You want to have people there who only tell you what your itching ears want to hear. That's it. You want people who are going to confirm you, who are going to be for you. Versus somebody who says, I'm not confirming what you believe in. I'm not for you on this. I want to, but you know, here's the reasons why. If you can't defend your perspective without being so emotional, like I understand there's emotional topics, but I've also learned that even though we're emotional, we need to take a step back from the emotions and try to argue this using logic and reason." Now, use your logic and reason on an emotional scale. Like if I were to argue against abortion, I can even argue the moral implications of it and be very upset about it and say, I'm very upset about it. Here's the reasons why. And let me list out and let me put into words why I feel the way I'm feeling and then try to understand your position as well or try to defeat your position using reason. But listen, so what I'm pointing out here is If you want to preach tolerance, inclusivity, love, and acceptance, you have to practice it. And shutting someone down and saying, shut the F up, and you're just a Jesus freak, and then blocking them has only shown one thing. You are the arrogant, bigoted prick that you claim the other side is. Brothers and sisters in Christ, when we come across this, I would encourage you to only a couple things. One is, if someone calls you a Jesus freak as I was called, take it as a personal compliment. It's great. It's fantastic. Remember, Jesus says, if you love me, the world's going to hate you. That's true. The world does hate me. The world hates me all the time. I receive people on the other side of the aisle, whether it comes to politics, philosophy, or social issues, who hate me And then start attacking my faith as a Christian. We hate Jesus. Well, no, they go, we hate you, Nick. Why? Because you won't bend because you're a Christian. You're right. I won't bend because I'm a Christian. You got me there, but, you know, my hands are up. I'm guilty as charged. You know, that's why we hate you. You won't bend. You believe in Jesus. You won't substitute. You won't give up. You're right. I won't because God's laws and God's word is final in my opinion and based on I've had people ask me that like what is your opinion on um, the Bible and tell me your opinion versus what the Bible wants to do well the Bible teaches us this well what's your opinion about Jesus you know, I believe he's the son of God why because the Bible said so I'm like well yeah but the Bible is also historically accurate and provides loads of evidence so my opinion is based on what the Bible has said because it's a collection of 66 books talking about it. Because the Bible does point ultimately to Jesus. So, folks, love people even if they disagree with you. If that's really hard, trust me, I would know. I struggle in it all the time. And I would say, never close the door and always listen. Even if you disagree with the person, at least you can understand, okay, this is why. And then you could help them understand why what their position is, is wrong. And maybe you can clarify your position. It turns out you were a little bit wrong and they were right. Maybe it turns out they were fully wrong and you were right. But at least you know what they're talking about. Because then if you listen and you can address them directly what their problems, at least they know you listened. It's a compliment. So until next time, we meet again. May God richly bless you all. My dearly beloved.